This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven two seven back. You really need some uh, milk and a spoon for those Fruit Loops. Big time. Yeah, they're, they're delicious man. though. Oh, just, I, cereal's I, so good. I didn't think I was that big a Fruit Loops fan, but uh, I am. We are really good. I am. <laughs> those quite possibly could have been the best Fruit Loops I've ever had. <laughs> they were no doubt the best I've ever had. They're exactly the same as ever. So maybe there's some other factor in there, like uh, I just really wanted them right now. <laughs> Plus, there's, again, we've talked about this before. When you eat on the air, it does not count. There's no calories. No calories, uh, no right. fat. But I will tell you this. We were just discussing this. I can't remember if it was on or off the air on radio. But it's, it's not like cereal is loaded with, you know, no, a thousand not. calories. It's a hundred calories. One, I think that one's 160. 160. For the okay. whole thing. For, the whole, for this whole thing, it's 160 calories. Then you add milk. Okay, so then it's a little bit more. But a couple for, hundred calories for, for breakfast. For 200, 250 no. calories, you can have a really good, delicious breakfast. It's interesting. Um, uh, I always feel like cereal is like, it's like a hole in the system. Like the matrix is broken when you're talking about cereal. Because if you look at it, the, the healthy cereals are the ones with way more calories. Like, the, no, go, go down no that Kashi question. aisle. Oh, and man. it's like, hey, it's more than a Thanksgiving dinner for one scoop, but it's healthy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, and, and then why? like Fruit Loops and like, does it taste like twigs? Yeah, that's why it's healthy. Well, they put in you know nuts and and granola and all that crap that. is so. I don't want so, that. Right, I want you know what I want. I want I want this. I want a bowl of that. Well, that's what, what I want. What generally happens with something like that, though, is that instead of eating just the one, uh, mm-hmm. you put too much milk in. Oh no! So you have to open up another one. And keep refilling the now, first one. Now, until you don't, you start. You don't pretty have soon, to. Pretty soon you've eaten three or four. You know what that is? That's like the oops in the oops right. all berries. <laughs> oops. I, oh. Darn it. I put too much in there. Oh. oh, well, I'll have to even that out with some more cereal. Because I can't just drink milk. That would be weird. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's a little oops. That's all it is. It's a little mistake. And uh, for the captain, I mean, not a captain. the oops factor. Is really high with the oops all berries. He is. I mean, I, I the, really the, high. I will say the best case scenario for me uh, for a Trump presidency is Captain Crunch. Uh, <laughs> that you know, look, is he going to screw up a lot? Yes. Yes. Um, is he not really qualified for the job he has? Sure. sure but maybe a couple of good things will come out of it. Well, look at look at Captain. Right. Like I mean, we got Captain Crunch peanut butter out of it. We yeah. got Captain Crunch sprinkled donut crunch out of it. All we got berries. Crunch berries. Crunch you know, berries. Would he? Will Blue he? Blueberries. Or is that? Is no, that? That's, Cap- a, that's, that's not something Cap- totally Crunch. different. Okay, that's totally mind. different. That's a ghost. I, I that take that one back. A ghost I take that, makes those. I take that back. They're haunted. 
It's a haunted cereal. Yeah, and they're, they're scary. Well, so uh, is Frankenberry, for that matter. Uh, Booberry, uh, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, all terrifying uh, <laughs> Terrifying cereal. Um, yes. Terrifying. And, uh, it's the devil's cereal. If you, it's mm-hmm. just like uh, Glenn was Glenn talking about the gingerbread thing on the air today. Was that the, or was that off the air? He's talking about how someone was mostly off. Someone he, uh, someone he knows had uh, w- was critical of uh, <laughs> of a Harry Potter um, gingerbread house because it was like you know it was Harry at a Christian Potter's school. of the devil. Yes, at a Christian school. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're going to get excited about somebody building a Hogwarts out of uh, out of gingerbread, and that's like an evil. Th- <gasps> oh, I can't believe they're right. building that. And that's ridiculous. Do you know the story is about good and evil? Well, my kids will learn spells. They're not real. You know that, right? <gasps> they're not. That? <laughs> not Spoiler they're not alert. Spoiler alert. <sighs> yeah, yeah, they're not real. You can't really zap somebody and just make them fall over. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Well, if you have a taser, you can't. But if you have a wand made out of dragon tail, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not going to work. There's a show, I think it's on Amazon, um, that my daughter likes, which is called Wish and Poof. Um, now, Wish and Poof uh, <laughs> seems to be some sort of young girl w- with magical powers that can, like, when she's playing, she can, <clears throat> like, create, I get to be a banana today. And, like, those, and then she, she'll go, she'll turn into a banana. And a lot That's of times. witchcraft. She, Right, exactly. That is witchcraft. I mean, that's what you would say. Now, my kids uh, all day yesterday were saying, uh, you know, Ainsley, you're a uh, you. I turn you into a cat. Wish and right. poof. And then she says, um, uh, I got to turn you into a dog. Wish and poof. Shockingly, they're both children still. <laughs> like I, they neither so one the of them. Show, they haven't paid enough attention to the show yet to, to get, get the, the, the real formula, the yeah. specific details. <laughs> it must be you, how to actually you make the transformation. It, right? There's got to be more no. There's than that. it's an intonation mm-hmm. or the, an inflection. There's mm-hmm. something there that they're missing because they're young, but they'll get it. You have to, and, you have and to, that's what I'm worried about. Right on your behalf. Yeah, it could happen at any time. It could happen because I mean, it's just like. I, there's How just, old are they now? Uh, th- uh, three and five. They're um, still playing games like that. Yes. <laughs> At three and five, I know it's have crazy. You thought Had about having them check? Them check. No, I mean we brought it up a few times yeah, now, and I, every day and, I just uh, leave here and forget. Huh. Sadly, that uh, my children. All right, whatever. I mean, they're pretending to turn each other into dogs and whatnot. That's yes. It's not healthy. It doesn't happen with a normal three-year-old. Not healthy. Not healthy. Yep, I'm with you on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, I think he, there's enough to get fired up over uh, in the world. Uh, there, I, to me, to yeah. Me. Uh, Harry Potter is not one of them. And I, I know there are Christians who strongly believe that, and I, I don't want to offend anybody's sensibilities. But I, I don't I What are you don't, talking about? We offend it. people's sensibilities every day. I don't like re- offending religious sensibilities. Oh. If that's a religiously held conviction, I, I don't want to, you know, stomp on that. No, point. yeah. I mean, I, everyone has their own beliefs, and you can believe whatever you want. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I like, there's a, there's a, uh, um, what's your opinion on Halloween, for example? Like I love our, Halloween. I love it, too. I love and it. And I grew up, but, so, so I, but there we, are a lot of Christians I will say, say, and we have thought before, is this a celebration of the occult? And obviously, we've ignored it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you had the thought at one well, point. Well, we've had the thought counts. multiple times over the years. Is this something we should participate but in? There are a lot of continue th- to do it. But I think Halloween is actually a better question than Harry Potter is. Right. Harry Potter's just a story about a wizard. Yeah. Like Halloween Harry has Potter a is a battle between good and evil. Yeah, ha- Halloween has a history that we ignore. Yes. It, it is a place to get candy and dress up silly, and like a, you know, like a right. silly animal. And I think that um, part is okay. 
Yes, I it's think so. A, and, and so we've always directed the kids away from what we consider to be the evil, you know, like Dracula or any of that kind of stuff. Anything that would be a cult, we don't, we don't let them do. We I mean, I don't even. Uh, and, uh, and we just we guide them in level. a different direction. Because um, I know there are churches who do all the same things that happen on Halloween, <laughs> except they don't call it Halloween. Like they'll do like a fall festival and everyone dresses up and gets candy. Exactly. And it's like, well. I mean, you're acknowledging and that everything even, that the people do with it today is fine. It's and how many churches of, have trunk or treat? Almost right, so, yeah. all of them. And, and that's My, mine did. That's so, not Halloween. That's Halloween. Halloween. It is uh, Halloween. I mean, and you know, it goes back to like there are things uh, that were made in um, you know different. We see this with stores sometimes that get pr- protested because you know they opened up under the auspices of some other uh, negative um, connotation. The opposite of what's happening now with the Redskins, where they were opened up in a very positive connotation, and now, for some reason, are all of a sudden seen as as a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Over time, these things change, I and mean, so you got to look back at them and say, "Yeah, we joked about Mercedes Benz today." It's like, can you go back and say, "Well, you know what? I would never buy a Mercedes because they, you know, were tied into the Hitler administration." I mean, I think there's probably a, a strong <clears throat> stance to take on that, who do. and probably many people who do, and mm-hmm. it's probably a pretty good point. In many, in many mm-hmm. ways. However, I think we've all acknowledged that, uh, you know, Mercedes is no longer run by Nazis. Uh, so you kind of move on with your life and you, you accept something mm-hmm. for what it is today. And that's probably the best way to do it. It's, it's the opposite of what liberals do with the founders. They take these standards of uh, a million years ago and say, well, at that time they had slaves or whatever. Just, you know, to throw that out there. I know we've done... Um, the serial on uh, founders and the slavery is a good background if you wanted to uh, if you want to actually look into what the truth is about that. But the point is, of course, they had standards that were different than they are today. And if you want to go back and hate all of them because of that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that you really get anything out of that. Uh, you know, so you have to kind of look at these things, I guess, as an, on an individual basis. But it's it is a I've noticed that, and I, I don't think I ever even heard the ho- anti-Halloween thing until I moved to Texas. Like I, I never really? even heard it. I just I grew up. I always was always had Halloween. My family was very religious. Yeah, uh, but, but there's a, the, you know Baptists and others that are really against it mm. here, really against it. And so it's it's interesting. Uh, you'll find a lot of tech, uh, things in Texas that you don't find elsewhere. Uh, Jeffy, for example. Jeffy is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think mean, that's that. one of the things that make Texas so special. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in the uh, tourism brochure, I assure you. Uh, that's, uh... I think that's one of the things that makes Texas so special. <laughs> oh, he is infuriating. He's agonizing. By the way, He's by the way, agonizing. So I'm over Jeffy's house this weekend. Now, you know. Oh, I, yeah, you had the, yeah, the big cookie big thing that yeah, I'm never invited weekend. to. Which I, you, know, I, and I, I don't know why you're not. You, you have so I much actually fun. was. No, I, 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 actually I was, was playing. <laughs> I would have I fun by it. myself or with my wife uh, because my 16-year-old and 19-year-olds are not coming to the cookie Come party. Um, but I think we'd have a wonderful time I will with say, everybody's children. All it is is we just stand around and the kids kill each other in the other room making cookies and we just sit around and talk and eat. I mean, it's really not. Yeah. This is not a negative event. It's okay. actually very fun. All right. um, mostly because, you know, you know, I mean, Jeffy's uh, wife uh, cooks very tasty, delicious food. And, and then Jeffy, generally speaking, can't stand for more than three or four minutes at a time. So he kind of just <laughs> sitting on the couch in the other room. You don't have to deal with him. Making noises. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jeffy, who's Mr. Tough Talker, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, I, I rule the roost. With, a, oh, oh, with an iron fist. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With an iron fist. Um, and we should I'm gonna even bring Keith in for this story. But she, uh, she he is talking. He talks trash to her, as he does here. Talks trash to her. But when she's not in the room. So, like, 
she's walking away, and he'll say, like, hey, you better get in the kitchen and start cooking. <laughs> and then you'll say to him, Jeffy, you just said that to us. You know she didn't hear it. Oh, she does. She's got, like, extra sensory hearing. He does this because he wants to look tough to everyone else. And in reality, there is not a man who is owned by his wife more than Jeff Fisher. I know. It and is, he tries it, to act so disgusted that we, on occasion, uh, you know, may give some deference to our I mean, wives. It makes you feel better to um, think of that. About give us the exact mind. story here, Keith, because Keith was there that's and can fine. quote, talking to his boobs, that's all. Yes. Okay. That's the only reason I came in here. It wasn't yeah. to throw him under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Amber was in the kitchen, and uh, she went uh, to, I guess, the, uh, the storage room just off the back of the kitchen. A little pantry thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little pantry. Mm-hmm. And after their conversation was wrapped up, uh, under his breath, so that uh, I guess only under I could my hear it. Breath, I spoke it. Uh, yeah, you spoke it to me more than Amber, and it was now get back in the kitchen where you belong. <laughs> but now the rest of the conversation he had with her was at like this decibel level. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. But that line was way down here. The radius was about three feet, as opposed to thirty feet away where she was actually standing. Uh huh. Of course. He of is. Course. He is not. He's a man. Mr. Tough. He's tough talk. Not a man. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there, was, right. uh, there was just enough food, though. There, Pat. I think they might have thought you were coming. Really? Because, right. Um, I got I uh, got a uh, a take home mm-hmm. uh, bag, which was um, approximately seventeen pounds of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh man. Um, and about twenty pounds of chili. Oh, um, that sounds really good. Yeah, because there was regular chili, and then there was vegetarian chili. She made specifically for me. Then nice. there was. Um, about six, 60 pounds of dough for gingerbread cookies, which all the kids get to decorate, which is, you know, it's fun to watch. Uh, and then eat their work afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, I mean, you know, dips and uh, chips bad. and snacks and ca- jars all over the house, Pat. Bad. Of just like, bad. I mean, jars this tall, I give or take, I mean, maybe a foot, foot and a half tall, just filled big bottom to top with just M&M's. Oh, Another one just says candy store and just a bunch of bite-sized like Milky Ways. You, we, fun, he is anorexic uh, compared fun, to what he should be at this fun house. Fun size, yes, fun, fun size. size, no bite size. You, he is anorexic as to what he should be coming out of that house every day. Oh uh, well, yeah, I believe that. I believe that, and that's one of the reasons I did not attend. Yes, because uh, it was bad. I, I did because I, a lot. <laughs> I just I have no restraint, and we've no. talked about this. So <laughs> it's so better if I just avoid it. So completely. you stayed home and dieted? Oh. Like, <laughs> man. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, I don't like to call it dieting. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, it and is. I lived it. I lived a lifestyle over there. It was a lifestyle. It was it a lifestyle. wasn't particularly healthy. No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you consider Blue Bell hot chocolate ice cream a healthy lifestyle, and then it was as I healthy mean, as you could possibly Well, we just heard get. you're supposed to eat it for breakfast now, right? Yeah, yes. it, makes you sm- it makes you smarter. And plus, I mean, what do you have? Uh, what, a half a cup, a cup? And uh, that's all probably you probably have three quarters of a serving size. I am so judicious with my serving right. size. I mean, that, who isn't? I only find the largest bowl <laughs> in the house, like a salad bowl. I stopped using bowls a long time <laughs> you ago. You went straight into man. the. Uh, oh, you just go straight into the container the bowls itself. Are such a waste. Nice. Yeah, that's true. I used to. I, in, remember the old? Uh, I, I don't know. This is a good first break for a news show, by the way. Uh, but remember <laughs> the old half gallons of ice cream yes. that came in the box, like yes. the rectangle the box. The gallons used yeah. to come in the gallons like too. too. Yeah. yeah. And then you could take you if you ate it out of the box. 
you could scoop the you could scoop like the ice cream and push it up into the corner and it would form like the corner and then you could eat the corner yep. pieces. Oh man, that was good. Good thing about those boxes too. Yeah. Uh, the old style box, especially with the gallons, you eat it, uh, eat it down one half, and you turn it over like this. It looks like nobody's eating anything. Out of it. <laughs> so that is uh, actually brilliant. Every trick so, uh, under the sun when it comes to eating, <laughs> absolutely all of them. Um, have great. you guys seen the recent uh, uh, trend? Uh, and this is uh, happens online a lot with actually cutting the Ben and Jerry's pints. Have you seen this? No. So you take uh, a Ben and Jerry's pint of ice cream. God, my mouth's watering. Think about it. And you take it and you put it sideways. You take up one of those okay. big like bread knives yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you cut through mm-hmm. the ice cream. Okay. And then you cut another slice of the ice cream. So they come out as perfect circular um, pieces. Oh, and then you put okay. those on the cookies for an ice cream sandwich oh, yeah. or a donut mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. else. So you can get that. It's like one of those ridiculous ice cream sandwiches, but with this better. Good and idea. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I like that. Well, and now, how mm-hmm. many things have we talked about today that are not here? Uh, do I even have to say it? This I mean, is, this is I, what thought, happens. I thought we uh, actually, I mean, we don't talk about too much behind the scenes business on the show, but I, mean, I thought we ran off the last guy because he wasn't following, <laughs> following the Constitution. You know, the, we the, the founders <laughs> of this show must be spinning like a lathe in their right. graves because uh, the Constitution is not adhered to. Oh Again, it we, is we, just not adhered we to. We keep pointing this out, and you look at us and you say, wow, that's a fat show. And it is. You're right. <laughs> the point is we keep stupidly hiring thin producers who don't right. think about the world the right way. They think, hey, you should have the portion size uh, that's assigned on the back of the box. You should maybe eat three meals a day and maybe a light snack. No. This is not These America. It's certainly like no. Pat and Stu's America. No. These things are wrong. These things are <laughs> communist. And reissue them. All right. Um, maybe we should talk about one interest, maybe two interesting, couple of interesting things All that right. are actual, actual news. One while they're bringing us our food. One, Donald Trump has nominated maybe the best potential. HUD secretary of all time, <laughs> Ben Carson, who's got no experience in HUD or anything. Around it, I mean, he, near it. I don't. I honestly, this is a, ma- a fascinating one. So the, weird. The only thing I can come up with, because Ben Carson, and we've talked about him before for like Surgeon General right, or HHS, or HHS, or you know, something. If you want to be a secretary, how about the HHS secretary, Health and Human Services? Perfect. But he's like, got yeah. no background in this at all. Right. It's like I, you know, I guess as you get older. And you uh, are well accomplished in one particular field. You look for a new challenge, right? Um, and that makes sense. It's, it's uh, you know, a lot of people will go and they'll do things that they're not necessarily like Michael Jordan played baseball, for example. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you have that idea where like I'm gonna try this. I just want to do something because I'm passionate about it. I like it, and I want to give it a whirl. It's strange to use a cabinet level sort of a is it cabinet level HUD secretary? Yeah, it's a cabinet <clears throat> yeah. level appointment to kind of give someone that. That opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the man was running for president. Um, you would assume he would have to have a grasp on a large amount of things. I think at times in the campaign, he showed that wasn't necessarily the case. But overall, he's obviously a very intelligent guy. Um, and I you know, understand that he could probably, I would assume, pick this stuff up. And he and I think cares about you know, inner city communities and, and places where HUD might be active. Still, it's a weird appointment because like, a man it comes is. from a doesn't medical make, background. Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and one thing that does, though, and we've we talked about this from the beginning of his campaign, 
and we didn't believe him, and his supporters were all telling us how insane we were for not believing him. Of course he's going to build a wall. He said he was going to build a wall. That's his main thing. He's going to build a wall. Really? Well, maybe some of the wall. Uh, maybe not in other places. Here's uh, a look at the president-elect now on the border fence wall river. You had told me throughout the campaign I would go through a list of issues, Supreme Court justice, vetting refugees, building the wall. If anything that you say, like on 60 Minutes, you said, well, part of it might be a fence, people said, oh, he's changed his mind. You haven't changed your mind because you told me that no, during the election. No, no, no. I, will I like how he answers the, wall. the question. I, I heard that every once in a while. They say, well, maybe it's not going to be totally full. Now, there are certain places you don't need a wall because you have, you know, oh. you have... Mountains, you have other things, you have large and rather vicious rivers. What? But, uh, I'd like to no, know where the vicious wall. river is. It's going to be a real wall because we're going to stop the drugs from coming in. Uh -huh. We're going to have people come <laughs> in, but they're going to come in legally. <laughs> no. And uh, we're going to have a, a great wall. We're going to have a real I wall, and we're going to stop wall, what's happening because what's happening in our country is very sad in so many different ways. Okay. Uh, but we are going to stop those drugs from coming in. But they are going to, he is going to stop the drugs from coming in with vicious rivers. I want Are you like talking so about bad. the real freaking grand? If that is vicious in one spot, I want to know where. I want to know where. They, it is, it's mud most of the, most of its journey through the border. It's virtually just a mud puddle. It's, <laughs> there's nothing to the real grand. It's a vicious river. We're not talking about the Amazon here. What's amazing about that is, I don't know what? if anyone's realized this, the river's been there the whole time. It's been there the whole time. He didn't and he's this still in. been battling about <laughs> needing a, a wall. wall the whole way. Mm -hmm. He didn't talk about mountains. He didn't talk about rivers. He didn't talk about places where farmers want their land and they don't want it dissected by a wall or a fence. He didn't talk about any of those realities. He mocked all the people who said, you can't build a 2,000-mile wall. You can't do it, Donald. He mocked them. He berated them. And he stuck to the, well, I'm building a wall. It's going to be a beautiful wall. It's going to be a gorgeous door in the wall. And now all of a sudden, right in front of his biggest lapdog, uh, he says that we don't need a wall in some areas because of mountains and vicious rivers. <laughs> vicious rivers. <laughs> okay. All right. Alrighty. I love vicious rivers. There's something oh, really great. funny about the term vicious, vicious rivers. rivers. <laughs> really vicious in some places. So, like, I mean, the what he's trying to say there is, like, it's like rapids, right? Yeah, it's, and yeah, so like you're you going white water rafting right. in Colorado or something. But, like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, of course you can cross. I mean, of course you can cross a river like that. Might not be easy, but I mean, the point is that oh, they do it all the time. Where did the term come back? The horrible term that everybody calls disparaging now began because uh, people from Mexico, Central, and South America would swim across the river, and they'd be wet in the process. So they called them wetbacks because they were wet coming across the river. Sure. Well, they so they've been swimming across the river since a time when the it was it was okay to be political politically correct to the point where the administration named an operation after that yeah, operation wetback yeah uh, i mean it, it, there's always been the river there and people have always swum across it because it's not vicious it's not vicious there's uh, 
Maybe somebody will send me a little. Uh, maybe there is a spot. Uh, there I might mean, be a. Uh, it, again, I don't know where it is. And but I think maybe. we've been overly generous by saying ten full percent of the border, which is uh, well, how long is the actual border? You know, twenty-two hundred miles. So two hundred and twenty miles. We're saying he doesn't have to build a, a wall. Mm-hmm. Two hundred twenty miles, <laughs> and we're going to eat I our would underwear. Still eat our underwear mm-hmm. if he can do that. Now, at 89%, I'm not eating my end. No, I'm not, not doing it. And you know what? We're not going to have to worry about that. Because uh, he's not uh, going to do Because he's not going to do that. Um, but, I mean, and remember, mm. this was supposed to be a 40-foot wall. Yeah, right. 40 <laughs> feet tall. That at one point, I think, got 10 feet bigger, didn't it? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll even give him the benefit of the doubt on that 10 feet, uh, but that's not going to happen. He's not, he's not going to be building that. And already it's to the point where even Ann Coulter, who was one of his staunchest supporters, I mean, she was just oh. rabid during this thing. Now, what makes you think that? Is it because she wrote a book called In Trump We Trust? <laughs> yeah. Was that it? Yes. Okay. That's okay. one of the Supplementing reasons, Trump's name before over God's? Yeah. Was that, was that, that the was thing one that of made them. you think? Okay. And it was the same one who said she didn't care if, she, if he was performing abortions in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. She just wanted the immigration thing done. Now she is saying it looks like the big sellout on immigration is coming. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you lose Palin with the crony capitalism on the uh-huh. carrier deal. You've lost uh Or you're Coulter. losing at least Coulter if he doesn't do this wall properly and if he doesn't if he backs off. And I don't think that was even about the wall comment. I think it was about the uh he was meeting with Paul Ryan or something <laughs> on immigration. Yeah, and Ryan's not exactly not exactly hawkish on no. the on the border. And then in addition to all of this, you have Al Gore. I kid you not, Buzz. just walking through Trump Tower's lobby and getting on the elevator to go talk to Ivanka about climate change and all the important things they're going to do together. Amazing. Uh, that is uh, your reality. And again, you know, we'll, hey. we'll see what he does. I mean, somebody I said they were going to own it if he didn't do the things he if, said he was going to do. Somebody said he was going to own it. Right. I, I'm not sure uh, who that was. If Glenn, but, um. Glenn could be right with his <laughs> fakey devilist advocate thing, which is actually from the devil. Uh, <clears throat> saying that maybe he's just meeting with Al Gore and they're going to just have a good time, and then he's no. not going to do anything he don't wants. Don't meet with Al Gore. Look, we don't know. Maybe yeah. he will. Uh, we, we will hold back our criticism as far as uh, the actual policy until there is one. However, as a conservative, you know you don't meet with Al Gore on the climate. No. Now, you want to meet with Al Gore on madness. for dinner about something else? Um, you shouldn't do that either. But if, if but, I mean, I suppose there's some reason why you could meet with Al Gore, and it would be I don't know. I, I can't. I know I can't. I can't make any sense I, I take out of that it. Back. I can't. I but that more patents do coming up in a minute. Mm. Uh, you know what? Changes may be coming. There might be things brewing that uh, we're not even aware of, and we know of quite a few things. We yeah. know about economic issues. We know there could be a job situation. There could be a a natural disaster. A lot of things can go wrong. Yeah, Glenn talks about the normalcy bias a lot, and this talks you know just about how you think the way things are right now are the way they'll always be, and you don't really have to worry about it because you can do the things you need to do right now. Well, what happens if circumstances change in a major way? How do you take a positive step towards self-reliance? Well, you take control and you ensure that you have long-term emergency food on hand for you and your family, and My Patriot Supply can help you do that. They have four weeks. Four weeks worth of food for $99, just an incredible deal when you think about it. When you think about going to Kroger or you know, Safeway or wherever you go shop and you think about a month's worth of food for you and your family, I'm guessing you're thinking about paying more than $99. Yes. They even throw in the shipping, yes. too. They do. Uh, easy to prepare emergency food. It's great tasting, and it lasts up to 25 years. You're not going to have to do this and replace it all the time or cycle through it. You buy it once, it's done forever. If only there was a way to get a hold of them. Oh, 
Oh, like a, a smoke signal? How would I? What would I? Well, I mean, there's many different ways you could get a hold of them. Uh, I can think of two right off the top of my head. Okay, uh, give me one. Prepare with the blaze.com. Like a, it's the website, like the internet. Yes, uh, or oh. uh, the phone okay. system that we've set up. It's eight 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 four one one fifty two ninety. Phone system. Yeah, you get to your telephone. So I have to dial one. You know, then I, I don't know. Three eight. I actually don't know if you have to dial one. <laughs> I will say that if, if you have a mobile phone, So you can really, even if you have Vodage, you can reach them at that number. Eight 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 four one one fifty two ninety. Call now. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. So a uh, federal judge just ordered a recount in Michigan. Uh, So Electoral College votes are at risk. Uh, President-elect Trump won the state by fewer than 10,000 votes out of five and a half million that were cast. But, you know, and I guess when you think about five and a half million votes, 10,000 seems like very few. But what are the odds that 10,000 votes could be overturned for Hillary Clinton? No, there's no way. It's almost impossible, right? That just defies any logic. Yeah, I mean, the only way something like that would be possible... Uh, is if there were widespread, like, hacking into the voting system. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, really bad, serious fraud. Right, that's not a recount issue. It's an au- You're auditing the election, essentially, at that point, trying to find some serious fraud. And by the way, even if you found it in Michigan, it wouldn't change the election results. You'd have to get find it also in Michigan and Pennsylvania, where you're talking about 50 or 60,000 votes. It's interesting, though, that number has fallen quite a bit. When we first started talking about this, it was well it was over 107,000? Yeah, something like that. I think right? it's like more like 70,000. In the three 000. states. Yeah, I think it's more like 70,000 now. Between How'd that three. happen? Um, the late numbers from Philadelphia went very much against Trump. Well, they and they would. Um, right? So I think he only won Pennsylvania by about 40,000. And they thought it um, was they thought it was more 70 like or something? 70, I think, initially. Um, so that was m- majority of the of the change was there. Uh, but still, I mean, you know, still, look, it's still 40,000 co- votes are not going to be overturned. And, and this is, it's interesting because people get, Trump's trying to make this case that he's got a mandate because he won on a landslide. Now, Trump will literally say anything, anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it has absolutely no connection to the truth whatsoever, he'll still say it. So there's two parts of this. Number one, he did not win in a landslide at all. He won in one of the closest elections of all time. Um, he won in an election that he lost the popular vote by two and a half million votes, which is the largest margin um, in history. Um, when it comes to losing the popular vote and winning the election. In addition to that, uh, he also um, finished 45th of 57 elections when it comes to the Electoral College. 
So the, as far as margin goes, that, it's not landslide. It's not landslide. Right. It's one of the it's one of the worst victories ever. Now, he, now that doesn't mean it's a, he but, won, right? And but so he won. That's part so two of this. He won path. fair and square. So shut up. That's part two of this. There's no such thing as a freaking mandate. Right. The mandate comes when you you don't get a mandate when you're elected president. I don't care if you get every vote. That is not what it is. You're, you have to come in and you go through the system that we have. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a mandate. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama didn't get one in 2008. Donald Trump doesn't have one now. Ronald Reagan didn't have it then. It's not about uh, you get, well, I got so many votes, I can do whatever I want. That's not what that means. You're, you have to go through the process the same way. And I guarantee you, if he comes out and starts predicting things or, or starts projecting things that, and, 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 and pushing for them, and when they're not popular, then he will become even less popular than any of Barry Manilow had a mandate. A uh, mandate. He came and he gave and then he took it. Uh, but then he sent it away, the mandate. No, that's not... Remember that? No, that's not mandate. That's not mandate? No. Oh. All right. Well, never mind then. Yes. Whatever. Not, uh, I mean, if you want to be not the same. technical about things. Mm-hmm. What was it? He didn't take t- anything. Right? Came, came and he gave without taking yeah. because he had a mandate. Right? No. But then he, he sent people away because he had a mandate. And it made him happy. Then he kissed that's, somebody and stopped him, him from shaking because he needed them. Today, even though he had the mandate, he still needed other people. So I thought maybe that's what Donald was talking about, but I guess not. All right. Whatever, Stu. Whatever. Uh, Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein adopting a new strategy and renewed uh, chaotic effort to force a statewide recount of Pennsylvania's presidential vote now. So she was essentially she was the one that was successful in Michigan, right? Yes. That was her lawsuit. And so now she's trying it again in Pennsylvania. She's trying and, it in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. And I don't fully understand how someone with less than 1% of the vote has the right and the wherewithal to, I, I, I guess you just have to have run. Well, and you, you have, have to, to pay have for received it. a vote. And you have to pay for it. Um, Still, though. <clears> so, I mean, if, you, if you'll pay the government, you know, several million dollars, they'll do your recount. Um, if you're in the race. So normally what happens is people have too much pride if they lost to try a ridiculous tactic like this. Um, but Jill Stein has no pride. Uh, you know, clearly. She, she, that does not yeah, stop clearly. her, apparently. Um, yeah, I will say, uh, if my understanding, if I remember the last numbers I saw, is Trump has actually picked up votes in Wisconsin. It, oh, really? It's actually helped Trump slightly in Wisconsin. That, it seems like that happened in Florida, too, with the, with the Bush-Gore recount, because he was up by... I don't remember initially. It was it was five hundred, and he won by five thirty eight, right? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, something like that. It, it was that. in there, and and sometimes he would pick up votes, and he might lose a few. But they they, if I remember right, they wound up counting it thirty two times. They were going to continue to count that thing until Gore finally won, until it was finally stopped by the Supreme Court. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, because they it was interesting because they, um, if I remember right, Gore had to file the lawsuit to say which places they would recount. And uh, so, of course, he picked all of his good areas. And then he still didn't pick up nearly enough. <laughs> so they didn't even recount uh, in, the, in that official recount initially. They didn't even recount, like, the really pro-Bush areas because, obviously, probably Bush there, Bush would have picked up It wasn't up advantageous. It wasn't advantageous, so they right. didn't do that initially. And then now, later on, media did a bunch of recounts. Um, <clears throat> um, several organizations did it, and they all found that Bush won anyway. Um, yeah, because everybody wanted to find out that Gore really won. Right. And nobody could. Nobody could prove that. Sad. 
Uh, very. Um, armed man entered a D.C. pizza parlor um, because he was inspired by fake news. Oh, it's, it's amazing. This it's is a really dumb weird Pizzagate thing, which is not really a story. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing to it. Um, Can you explain, I mean, briefly, give an idea what that's about? Yes. Okay, so here, I'll give you a very brief one because we're very late already. But the bottom line is there is a... Uh, a pizza shop in D.C., well-known in D.C., and a lot of people in D.C., you know, the, the high rollers go, elite people, particularly Democrats, go to this place. It's called Comet Ping Pong, I think. I think there's a, some ping pong t- tie to it, like there's tables inside or something like that. Okay. Um, and so, uh, it, it, and the guy who runs it is like a Democratic donor, like somewhat tied into the, you know, the, the bigwigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I guess in some, I think it started with there's some in some of the Podesta emails they mentioned going to get pizza a lot uh, at this place because they like the pizza, yes. mm-hmm. and people just somehow, <laughs> somehow it got like by Infowars or something got tied into that what they meant when they said they were going to get pizza is they were going to have sex with children at the pizza place. What? So yes. <laughs> so Jeez. the belief is uh, oh, by man. many of these uh, message board people. Uh, is and this is from the same like Reddit and uh, you know 4chan and all of those things you see pop, pop up with hacking sites and and uh, you know various conspiracy theories. Uh, and Reddit has a little bit of everything. A lot of stuff that's really interesting. A lot of stuff that's very liberal. A lot of stuff that's very crazy conservative. A lot of stuff that's crazy conspiratorial. You know, crazy socialist. Everything. Um, but I guess on Reddit they started giving this life of its own. It came to the point where they were speculating there was apparently tunnels. They were there smuggling children into this pizza place. Why they would do it at a pizza place is unclear. I guess it's the perfect cover, though, right? Because <laughs> I just said it that way. And this is how this whole thing is fueled. Anyway, this guy went in with, a, with an assault rifle looking for the tunnels. Like, went in and was threatening employees because he wanted to find the secret uh, tunnels where they, they bring the children in and out. Oh um, which, of course, don't exist. There's just a bunch of pizza ovens Gosh. Um, where they cook pizza. So he did not find the tunnels? <laughs> no, he did not find the tunnels. Shockingly, he they did not so find the They're so clever. Tunnels. They've cleverly yeah. hidden them. They've hidden them as pizza ovens. <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, the scary part. So anyway, that's the thing. So this guy actually oh, went in there, and you know, the, and you know, you like I don't have any love for some Democratic donor as far as politics goes, but you do feel bad for a guy who's just running a freaking family pizza restaurant, and yeah, he's, you know, yes. some people are you now so they're getting harassed it's constantly. Crazy. It's crazy. Anyone who goes there is getting harassed. Uh, the, you know, they're, they're, I don't know why they believe this. There's so seemingly no evidence whatsoever that it's actually true. I mean, it's definitely not true, but it's not even like that thing to really tie themselves into it. Um, and, uh, but because, you know, they just, oh, DC power elites. It's like this, I mean, it's the dumbest side of the internet. Uh, and it's a fake story. It's not real, but now it's, it had and, someone go in there and he yeah. had to actually, he actually had to hurt, you know, surrender to, he was in there by himself for 45 minutes. And had to surrender to officer. And these people's lives are in danger over nothing. He discharged the weapon, but nobody was hurt. For yes, he was firing so. it inside the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, not at anyone, Jeez. but uh, like I guess into the ceiling or something. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. Seven two seven back. Uh, this is great. Italy's prime minister uh, resigned in a landslide defeat 
uh, in a referendum vote. It's, it's interesting in the parliamentary system because if you lose a referendum, your prime minister all of a sudden resigns. It's right. Like, it's like, yeah. wait, that. I, I, I mean, you might have been for the referendum, but what, does that mean you have to go to? Like, there was like, oh, we're going to have a vote of no confidence. I feel like, oh, oh, you're not confident in me? Well, thanks for your input. I'm going to continue to keep doing <laughs> right. what I'm doing. Remember, I was elected, so, yeah, so screw I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, see ya. Mm-hmm. It's um, funny, because that, that kept happening throughout the, the Nazi regime as well. I mean, they kept having these no confidence, confidence votes. It's like, well... I mean, I don't know. Just elect me, stick. But like, it's like, is it like every other country is like uh, George Steinbrenner? And it's like they're mm-hmm. constantly hiring and firing managers every six weeks, and then rehiring Billy mm-hmm. Martin again. Mm-hmm. It's like, just you pick a guy, you stick with him for a few years, see if their plan works. If it doesn't, you go to the new guy. It doesn't seem that tough, right? I, guy, I use the royal guy. Right. It could, cause it could, could be, be a, a, girl. a woman <laughs> or a female. To Tommy the other day um, on her show uh, before her daily show appearance. Um, and I was like, you know, I was a, I was a cruise guy. You're a Rubio guy. She's like, a Rubio girl. And I'm like, well, yes, but I, it's like, don't, don't give me your gender normative stuff here on this show. <laughs> guy to me is like, I just it's like the royal it's, yeah, guy. It is. It's not. I gotta, Come on. I'm not assigning. I'm not talking private parts when I'm talking. Guy. It's just like no, I, a it, lot of times girls will say to each other. Come on, guys. Yeah. Right. Have we not all heard that? Thank so you. stop it. Thank you. Uh, the army says it will explore now alternate alternate routes for the Dakota access pipeline. Uh, that is really great because, you know, they took the whole Cherokee Nation and they locked us on a reservation and they they took away our way of life. Uh, they took away the co- tomahawk and the, the bow and knife. How long do we have to? Uh, How long must this go on? All the uh, beads made by hand. I know, they're made Nowadays in Japan. In, in Japan. How'd you know that? More, more yeah. accurately, India. <clears throat> took away our native tongue. They taught their freaking English to our young. What, so they got more knowledge? <laughs> I don't understand. Off. They actually learned a new thing. me off. What about our language? Maybe we want to speak well, our language. Aren't, aren't they your kids? Why? Why is it? Why? I want them to speak my language. I don't want them learning the white so why man's did, so language. Why, oh, so what did you just like lease your child out until they were twenty-one? No, they t- put us on this reservation. They took them. And where and were you? You were on the reservation us. with them. Why did you teach right. them your language? I tried, but Whitey got in my way. I don't think you have much of a case here, sir. <laughs> and to be uh, and now, and now they wanted to run a pipeline through my reservation, and I said no. And said so. They said okay, we'll go around it. So it was a huge victory, huge victory, because now the pipeline will be slightly longer, <laughs> and it'll cost a little bit more. Probably. It'll cost a little bit more, mm-hmm. and there'll be more risk of it failing um, because it's. And it, if it spills, it'll probably spill into my land. So that'll be great. That'll be great. You know, yeah, well, that's a huge. Uh, win. That'll be great. It's a huge, huge win for the Dakota tribe. Good well, as, job. as we've seen, I mean, there are, you know, sure there are thousands of pipelines in the United States, and sure, uh, you very rarely hear of anything going on with any of them because it's one of the most safe ways to transport uh, fuel. Because obviously, you know, you put it on a truck, it's actually more dangerous, more likely to spill. Uh-huh. On a ship, it's more likely to spill. Put it on a pipeline, it almost never spills, and there's so many controls around it that even really if it does, rare. you can turn it off almost instantly. Yeah. Um, however, um, good job, Indians. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I love how pe- this is the sort of thing that, like, I, I'm big, sure- big win for the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. Yes. I, big I, win for them. I, um, somewhat of a New Year's resolution, even though we're a little early on it, mm-hmm. is that I, even more than I am now, and I already think I'm on sort of the right side of this thing. Um, but I really want to get worked up less. 
I want to care mm -hmm. less about stories like this. Yeah, me too. I just me too. You know, everyone gets in these battles on a constant, and I know it's part of our gig. I think here, I yeah. think when you're in the news, and particularly when you're you're tied to the internet, like you're supposed to every day be outreach about something new, and all every day you're supposed to get fired. I'm just so sick of it. I'm sick it, and tired of it. It is though irritating because the Sioux Tribe got together with climate activists, mm -hmm. and that's not going to be a good combination. You know, and so they had to get something to be outraged about, and they yeah. found it, and it's it's ludicrous. But I mean, how ludicrous is it? They're going to reroute the pipeline, so the 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 fuel gets to the same point anyway. Same place. Mm -hmm. So yes, it will it will go a little bit. It will be a little bit longer, so mm -hmm. more land will be touched by the pipeline. Yeah. than it would have been previously. I guess it just won't be Sioux land, so now it's the okay Sioux, with them. Uh, I well, guess. And and the good thing is though that uh, the the oil that goes uh, that travels by train through the Indian nation uh, -huh. uh there'll be more you know there'll be more of that happening what's that the oil traveling by train uh, -huh. uh that goes over There's the gonna be more of that there'll be more of that while they're waiting for the pipeline to get okay there. well nothing could go wrong there so that's that's the good that's thing. true that's nothing good can go wrong so. more patents too coming up in a minute that's um, to to. Mm. where's the food it's a really good question i uh really good question. i like food <laughs> It felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Yay. Yay. All right. So I've been Facebooked all weekend long uh, about uh, a video uh, posted on Facebook. A uh, guy uh, doing a little something that uh, they keep telling me, this is perfect for you. You should be doing this on the show. Uh, so I'm going to play the video on the show, and then I don't have to do it. Let's all right. see, the, Let's see the video, please. I'm going to test them out. <laughs> this is the kiss of death. Oh. Oh. God. That's, that would, that would oh. not be perfect for me getting tasered myself on the show. I disagree. <laughs> I knew you would, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kiss of death. Ooh. God. Right in the face. Oh. oh. Now that hurts. you got to believe that hurts. Uh. <laughs> Come on now. Smart, though, that he at least put down a mattress there that he fell face first into. Uh, that, was, that was a good move. Yeah. yeah. So just to be clear, it is now aired on the Patents 2 program. I'm not doing it. Yeah, and plus we would use, I mean, we would not stun gun you. We would use a real gun. Yeah, that's true. And, and the other thing but is... you live I, from a, I, from a what? stun with the... No, you, 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 don't know, okay. you don't know until you You don't try. know. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know. Um, but it was suggested to me several times that we needed to send you into the Tennessee fire. And uh, and just get a, a, a report. <laughs> In fact, he was pissed that we haven't done it yet. Cause it's odd because people... How do we know it's even going on unless uh, Jeffy goes in there and checks it out? It's a fair point. Yeah. And I will say, uh, people really just do not like you. I mean, they just are not fans. Well, his point was he'll probably be fine. And I thought, yeah, you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's enough. a strong point, that's, isn't it? He'll probably be fine. Point. I heard a report on CNN this morning. <laughs> guy on the front lines in Aleppo. Uh -huh. I was like, why don't we have somebody there? You know, Pat Jeffy. and Sue's show needs somebody there. That's why our, Jeffy is about to take a Aleppo flight to Aleppo. correspondent, <laughs> Jeff Fisher. Coming up.
do that one first and then go yep. to mine. Um, it's up to you. We can do whatever you want. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the uh, phone number. Sure. So start with polls. So you're saying we should unite these two segments? Is that what you're? Well, because that one was the first one we were talking about was from last hour, right? Or is that next hour? No, these are both from okay. this this particular coming hour. Um, I don't know how to prep a show. No, you really uh, don't. <laughs> I, I've lost where I am, and uh, well, we we were doing uh, Jeffy Todd okay. a few minutes ago, and uh, that's uh, right. I, I forgot. Yeah, and Domino's Japan. I, I guess one of the stories you're going to do, Jeffy, involved Domino's in Japan training reindeer to deliver pizzas. Uh, it's, been, seen, it's on my schedule. For, I've it's been seen on my this schedule on the schedule days. for about seven. Yeah, I know because I can't bring myself. To, I mean, you can. You can, we can it do looks it like a. Want, is it a dumb story, yeah. or can we just? Crap can this one? For well, just do it, Jeffy. Do the story. Do it. Do, do, it. do your best because this is what you do. You're, you're 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 an expert at making stories really interesting. I am. Uh, yeah. So no, let's, let's you're see not. Because we'll you don't even down. know what the story is. Do I don't really. I've watched the video and they speak Japan and they're trying to test. They stupid speak Japan. They speak Japan and they're supposed, they're supposed to they're supposed to be training stupid reindeer to deliver pizzas. It's I, a gimmick. I Obviously, the reindeers are stupid and don't do it. When, when people speak Japan, well, I would do roll the video then, and you can watch them speak Japan. All right, let's see it. Let's see it. Here it is. Training reindeer to speak in Japan. See, look at that. Japan all over the screen.はい。ドミノチャイロと同じGPSを搭載してるんですけど、あのスマホとかそこで機種を確認することができるんですよ。なのでお家の近くにどこまで来ているよってことが確認できるので時間を有効活用することができるということなんですけども。Uh, if you did that in the United States, you'd be in trouble with the ASPCA. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. You would, PETA, really would. Be all over PETA. you. See, uh, instead of that story again today, I, if there had been enough time, I would have told you that today is the last day that you can vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, it uh, is? I haven't done the, that they yet. They extended the vote. Uh, today is the last day through today. Okay, give you me the get your five Tupac votes is in. in. We, know, we know Tupac is in. Tupac cannot be in the Rock Hall of Fame. So you got, you got so Bad Brains? The, wait, who? Bad Brains? <laughs> bad Brains. Chaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Sheik. Sheik. Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. I don't know if any of those Wait. four are... Okay, first of all, the first four are not rock and roll artists! None of them! I don't know if any of those four are remember. rock! Closest one probably is Depeche, Depeche Mode. Well, there's more. You They're don't have to pick one of those. You got five picks? That's an alternative, like, dance band or something. De- Depeche Mode sucks! You can't put them in the Rock Hall of Fame! This is a shamockery, a Travis shamockery. I mean, Chaka Khan, though, come on. Now. Shaka Khan Chaka is not I rock and shaman. roll. No. I, and talking. neither is she big enough to be in any whoa. Hall of Fame. Whoa, 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 yes, she is. No, she's not. Yes, she is. She's you, got, I will not let you badmouth Scott, Chaka I feel for you. I'll give you not ready for the Chaka rock and roll Khan. Hall of Fame. She's got that song. But Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Which is not her. Okay, that's not her. But someone else she does sing. She does sing in that song. You're like, hey, you know that song that someone said your name in that wasn't you? That's what we remember it by. <laughs> That's all we. So let's put you in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, how many hits does Shaka Khan have? Oh, but anyway, two? the next uh, unbelievable amount. And then you have uh, you can't count them. Out. No, you ju- can't count them because there aren't any. Yeah. Yes, there are. Except I feel for yes, you. Yes, there are. Um, Okay, so maybe you're not going to vote right. for one of those four. There's All more right. more to vote, possibly bad, vote for. Bad Brains. Who the hell is that? Electric I, don't, I don't even know who that is. Uh, because they're a, a, just a punk band. Punk. All right, go ahead. The, who else? Electric Light Orchestra. ELO. No, of course, ELO. I, it's, it's a, 
What an amazing thing. I know. When you stop to consider that ELO is not the Rock Hall of Fame already. I, exactly. I mean, the exactly. second they were eligible, they should have been in. No no question. No question. I, Jay Giles' okay. band. Okay. Oh, Jay Giles? Jay Giles' band. Nah, they're okay. They're not yeah. Rock Hall of Fame. Jane's Addiction. No. Jane's Addiction is a, is a critic's favorite. Now, these uh, next yeah, three. So huge huge rolling stone probably get these, these next three, I'm not sure it'd be a tough call. Uh, right. For me to vote for, I don't, I'd want to vote for all three of them, but you just you've only got so many votes. Uh, Janet Jackson, no. Uh, Joan Baez, not Rock. Uh, Joe Tex, oh good God. One of those. Two. Oh my God. One of those. Three. Really no, bad. I mean, there's no, there's no one so far Come that should on. be in the Rock and Roll Hall except e- ELO. ELO. ELO should definitely Sorry, be. Sure say that. Journey. Okay, Journey. Journey. Yes, absolutely, absolutely deserves. I Kraft don't work. like them, but they no, should not be Kraft in the not Kraft work. Chuck. Shut up. Kraftwerk, no. Bon 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 Otto Bon. Of course, a brilliant lyric. I mean, you can't. Thank you. you cannot deny that when they said Bon 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 Otto Bon eighty four times in that song, you weren't deeply moved. You can't uh, deny. The only other song I know of them is the one that is uh, Boing Boon Chuck Ting. <laughs> and that was huge in America. That was huge. Huge. Or no, Ping. So, it was Ping. I think it was, was Ping. Was it Ping? Yeah, we'll have to look that one up for you. I think it was Ping. Okay. So who else? Uh, okay, so we got, so, so far, we all agree ELO and Journey belong, right? Yeah. Who else? I, I, I mean, I, I'll, you know ELO better. I, Journey for sure. ELO, I would think you guys, I trust yeah, your judgment on that. That's a pat. Sure. Oh, yeah, you got to go to, yeah. gotta go yeah. to the ELO in there. Uh, MC5. Uh, no. MC Scat Cat? Yes. Okay, now that was the one. That, if that was the Wasn't cat. Wasn't that Janet Jackson's? Uh, no, Paula Abdul, uh, the oh, Paula cat Abdul. in the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay. That one I would say yes for the Rock and Roll Hall. <laughs> Not <laughs> Paula Abdul, but just MC Scat Cat. The only reason this pisses me off is because MC4 were so much better than MC5. Yes, you're right. And they get no respect. No respect. Yeah. MC10 was twice as good as MC5. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. So, uh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is going to get in. You know, they'll probably get in. And they just, and they, I mean, I don't like Pearl Jam. Bo- I would call them borderline. Yeah. I, w- I don't like them, them, but they probably deserve to be in, yeah. just because a lot of people. They do. were big in the grunge era. Yeah, they were. They define an era of, music, yeah. of, of rock music. For yes, sure. They did. Um, There's no question. And, and very influential. Very influential. And, and lasted the rock a long hall time. Is big sold a lot. Influence. Yeah. They're yeah. huge. They on have now, the politics so. that they like there. Yep. I mean, that's going to, that's going to. So Pearl Jam, you can go with. All right. Who else? These are all in alphabetical. Steppenwolf. I mean,. Right. Steppenwolf is one of those bands that you love saying when you start thinking about 70s rock. Well, even 60s. I mean, late 60s. They, okay. I think by 70s, they were pretty they, well they were done. Out, maybe by mid-70s, for sure, but <laughs> early know, 70s. Born to be Wild was 1968. But, okay, so but I'm just saying, but okay, by mid-70s, they're done. But, I mean, Steppenwolf is a great name. And, yeah, you know, it's, kind a, of a, it's a big name, but I wouldn't put him in the no. rock hall. Uh, the Cars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, probably, Absolutely, right? the Cars belong. Kasich's got to go. Right, he's got to be it. Yeah, Rick Ocasek is, uh, yeah. I think, a musical genius. A musical genius. I don't know that I would go that far. You know why I mean, he's, he's, he's married to a very hot model. Now, there's also a lot of, I mean, they're a little synthy too. I mean, they're not exactly uh, a little, hard but they rock also band. rock. They can rock. Yeah. I mean, just what I needed. And, and they are one of the bands. Uh, they strike me as like, that kind of legit. define. You know, we're part of that defining moment. They definitely define an era. Yeah, the late seventies to mid eighties. Yeah, it was a they good Cars time. They were there for them. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, the zombies. No. 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 I mean, another popular '60s group, but way, way overrated. Tupac. Yes, absolutely. Tupac. Yeah. If Tupac Shakur does not make it in the Rock and Roll Hall of the, Fame, the fix is in. If he doesn't make it, there's, there's no question. I will about say that. this: if Tupac, 
<laughs> makes it to the Rock Hall of Fame, I want Led Zeppelin in the Rap Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Is that oh, fair? Speaking of yes, or they're the last fair. band. Yes. Who is? Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes, it's pretty had its era. Yes, right? but I don't know is if really eh, borderline. Yeah, I mean, borderline. they're a big name borderline. band, but they didn't really do much. Like, wouldn't no. you say? Let me going back to the Tupac thing for a second. Wouldn't you say that Tupac belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame less than Aerosmith belongs in the Rap Hall of Fame? Yes, because yes. at least they yes. were on a song that was right. successful. <laughs> yeah, where there was rap in it. Yes, there is. Yes, right. Like at least there's some tie, and it's ridiculous to put Aerosmith in the Rap Hall of Fame. Right. If there were such a thing, I don't know if there I is. I don't think there is, but uh, still. But that is, you know. It's become crazy. It's like, crazy. Yeah, it becomes like the music you're supposed to like Hall of Fame. Anyway, get there. Uh, rockhall.com slash vote. Get there. Today's your last day. Get them in. And no Boing Boom Chuck. That has not yeah, been no, featured. That has by, not been featured. I'm very disappointed. On the we need to find game. out where that peaked on the Billboard Hot 100. I did. It did not. It peaked at not on it. <laughs> <laughs> that I can tell you right now. All right, Chuck Con. Okay, yeah, let me get this. Chuck this is uh, Chuck Con right. here. I feel now, for you. I, it's, it's better than I feel for you, I will say. Thank you. Um, because you'll definitely know I am every woman. I'm every, I'm every woman. woman. It's a I big forgot one. about. I did okay. forget about. So that, that one is a big one. Where that top? Uh, U.S. Hot, right? Yes. Yeah, so twenty-one, but a very yeah. But that's uh, a, a song. That's a. But it's a song we all know. Everyone yes. knows it. Um, uh, what you gonna do for me? Nothing. No. Got to be there. Nothing. No. I feel for you. Number three. Mm-hmm. This is my night. Was the follow-up? No. Nothing. Through the fire. Nothing. Oh, through the fire is a good song. Number though. sixty. I love that song. <laughs> really? I love that song. Okay. Uh, then uh, you've got uh, own the night fifty-seven. Love of a lifetime fifty-three. Uh, love, love you of all. A lifetime. My- That's not the firehouse song, right? I don't. I don't know. Finally found the love of a lifetime. lifetime. I'll say this: the love to last my whole life through. Oh, There's nothing God, else you're going to know ch- chart-wise, except for one other thing, um, which is she sang on a song that you know, um, Higher Love with Steve Winwood. Oh, uh, yeah. And she was pretty prominent, uh, somewhat prominent wow. in that. Uh, I, so you got that going I'm for not sure too. even in my DJ days I knew that Shaka Khan was <laughs> I didn't on either. Higher I, Love Well, Wikipedia knows, it. Wikipedia knows all. Huh, that's great. <laughs> uh, so there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, um, we have uh, something from... Uh, your dumb show that you do. Oh yeah, we're gonna do a little, uh, a little bit more, uh, maybe a little bit more relevant, only slightly more relevant in your life than Shaka Khan's greatest. Hits. I thought we had seasons um, for your show now. Yeah, I've, there's a couple more episodes left. I'm glad you asked. How many oh, episodes? Uh, it's not over. Uh, no, there's two episodes left. Uh, one of which uh, is uh, it's, it's a great episode coming up this week. And then the fall season's over and take a little hiatus. Right, yep, we'll be on vacation. And then back I mean, well, on. It's got to be the mid-season break, just like Walking Dead. Then it comes back in. It comes back in April. Yeah. Okay. So we'll Probably be back. As, as, far, as far as I know, today we're back in April. Now the season finale hasn't ended yet. They don't usually tell you the show's over until after that. Okay. Now I will say the season finale may very well end the show, uh, <laughs> in that it's going to be uh, first to tell you this: uh, a, a new uh, Christmas movie will be debuting on the finale, um, and it will star um, uh, Pat Gray, mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher, uh, myself, uh, Glenn Beck. Uh, <laughs> It's disturbing. It's a galaxy of stars. Yeah, it is a galaxy a of stars. Galaxy. Now, if you've seen A Christmas Twist, which we play it every year, it's it's in a somewhat similar vein, although it's not a sequel uh, to it. It's a totally un- it's a totally different universe. Okay. You know, it's not like Star Wars. It's like Star Wars and Star Trek. Like there's it's no not like Christmas Twist still twisted or something. No, like it's that. not. It's not a sequel. <laughs> still twisted. <laughs> it's got a different theme to it, uh, which I will funny. not reveal as of yet. <laughs> okay. But. Uh, there's some uh, the, the principle. Now you're thinking. Wait a minute. Isn't aren't you guys going on vacation like two weeks? 
And I'm like, yeah, the principal shooting begins tomorrow. Oh, no, plenty of time. So My I got gosh. plenty of time to put it together. Plenty um, of time. I worked on the script this weekend, and I think it's coming to a good place, Pat. Oh, good. In fact, good. I am particularly partial to Pat's part in this, uh, in this role, oh. as, uh, in this movie. It's, it's my favorite part. Um, so I'm very excited for you to see it, and that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Uh, but this past week, we talked about uh, polling and uh, for kind of a, an election wrap-up a little bit. And uh, in, in like, we looked at all these sites and all these pollsters, and they've been getting trashed because they blew the election. They didn't know what they were talking about. The details, however, are kind of interesting on that front. Watch. Welcome to the wonderful world of Stu. The world of polling and analysis is taking a lot of heat for not correctly predicting Donald Trump's victory. But what's the truth? How good of a job did they do? And does it tie in to whether you should bring an umbrella with you tomorrow? The weird truth about this very surprising election season is the polls weren't all that bad. Many people will say, yes, but the pollsters didn't tell me who the winner would be. They failed. Well, for those who think that, it's important to understand one thing. What you are wanting from the polls is not what they are trying to do. You want to know who will be the next president. I understand that. But polls aren't really trying to tell you that. Let me explain with an example. Which poll was more accurate? Marist, they missed the popular vote by a projected 0.2 points. And they predicted Clinton as the winner. USC, LA Times, well, they correctly predicted the winner of the election, Donald Trump, but missed by 4.4 points. I'm sure even the experts at the USC, LA Times poll would admit that their result was less accurate. Beyond that, the national polls do not even attempt to predict the Electoral College. They attempt to predict the popular vote. And when looking at winners and losers, they were actually right on that one. Clinton won. That doesn't matter to the future of the country, and it's not something to go burn your local Starbucks down over, but it does matter to the pollsters. Let's look at which polls performed the best. There were 22 national pollsters that conducted polls ending within a week of the election. Only two polls predicted a Trump victory, and they have received praise as being the only ones that got it right. In reality, they actually were wrong on the popular vote and performed relatively poorly. IBD Tip, a solid pollster, finished in the middle of the pack, while the highly questionable USC LA Times poll actually finished 19th out of 22. The average miss on the popular vote was only 2.8 points, and 20 of 22 polls correctly predicted Clinton winning the popular vote. Look, that's just plainly not terrible. Marist won the day, almost perfectly nailing the popular vote. Rasmussen has had inconsistent results in the past few elections, but did very well in second place. Several of the more unconventional pollsters, like Google Consumer Surveys, outperformed some of the more conventional pollsters, like ABC and NBC and all those, most of which clustered around a three to four point Clinton win. Overall, as shocking as it may seem, it actually looks like the national polls performed slightly better in 2016 than they did in 2012. The error just happened to occur in favor of Obama in 2012, who was already expected to win, so no one really noticed. And it's sort of like eating at a drive through Yes, it feels like they get your order wrong all the time. But in reality, you have thousands of people, from farmers to ranchers to food processing plants to truck drivers to cooks to drive through attendees, somehow working together to get that nachos bel grande in your belly. Not to mention the people who figured out the recipes, at least the real estate, keep your electricity working, and made the car that you drove up in. It's insane that you don't get a plate of lasagna or a hamster in the bag occasionally. 
It's similar with pollsters. These people are trying to predict the individual actions of 120 million people in the middle of an impossibly fast news environment with a few hundred phone calls placed in a couple of days to people who can choose to lie to them if they feel like it. Then they miss by less than three points and we all freak out. It's incredible that they're even able to come that close. Now, there are analysts who attempt to digest this information and predict the election. And at least we can unite on trashing them, right? Well, no, not really. Nate Silver of 538.com predicted a 28.6% chance of a Trump victory, which is significant. Since we're still close to a Cubs World Series victory, that's almost exactly the chance of Cubs Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg stepping up to the plate and getting a hit. It happened a lot. He made the Hall of Fame. Even in the New York Times model, which was consistently more pessimistic for Trump, though more optimistic for a Republican Senate, gave Trump a 15% chance of winning. As they constantly tried to remind people, Mrs. Clinton's chance of losing is about the same as the probability that an NFL kicker misses a 37-yard field goal. That happens a lot. Sean Trendy of Real Clear Politics had the final electoral map at 272 to 266, with Trump trailing by just 0.6% in New Hampshire, 1.9 in Pennsylvania, 2.9 in Colorado, and 3.4 in Michigan. Any one of those states tips the election to Trump. While some other prediction models deserve criticism for being way too certain on the outcome, I'm looking at you, Princeton Election Consortium and Huffington Post, mm, you bastards, we should be praising 538 and real clear politics for correctly showing the most uncertainty. The truth is that people understand probability, but they don't actually hear it. It is fully lost in translation. In sports, we all get it. Except for Glenn Beck, who doesn't get anything about sports. When Kobe Bryant took a three-point shot, we knew there was only about a 30% chance he would make it. But we weren't massively stunned at bringing torches to the home of the statisticians when he made one. Sure, you could start an election website and say there's a 30% chance of the underdog winning and never technically be wrong. But these services are just designed to tell you who's the favorite, not who's going to win. They don't play the games on paper, which is another sports reference that Glenn Beck doesn't get. In Nate Silver's book, The Signal and the Noise, he talks about how the lack of understanding of probability actually affects your local weather forecast. If there's a 5% chance of rain, people think to themselves that there's no chance it will rain. But it actually means that one out of every 20 times, it should rain. What happens then? The day it rains, people call up and complain to the local weather station about how stupid they are. Many local weather stations have learned from this and have actually started lying to people to fix it. They would instead lie and say there's a 30% chance of rain so that people would at least consider that it might happen. That means they'd actually be wrong more often, but nobody complains if it doesn't rain. If Hillary Clinton won the Electoral College along with a popular vote, as has happened in every previous election except three in our history, then nobody would be attacking the pollsters. After all, it didn't rain. So to review, the average poll missed by less than three points and correctly predicted the winner of the popular vote. Several polling analysts gave Trump a decent chance to win, but people just don't understand probability. And Glenn Beck still doesn't know anything about sports. Very, very true. Yeah. All, uh, of, all, all of that, Facts. very, very true. 888 uh, beck 888-727-BECK. Oh, uh, man. You know, 
One thing I hate is when a company I support or give my money to then takes my money and gives it to somebody I can't stand, like Planned Parenthood or uh, Hillary Clinton. Or, you know, it's one thing if the guy you voted for gave his money to Hillary Clinton. That's a whole... <laughs> That's never going to happen. That can't happen. That's yeah, ridiculous. Do you think a Republican's going to become the nominee uh, after donating on. to Hillary Clinton? That's not, <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, maybe that one's not a good example, but you do have... Uh, a, de- a really great alternative. It's called Patriot Mobile. Yeah, uh, Patriot Mobile is a great service. Uh, they offer everything that you would want from your phone company. Uh, nationwide talk and text, mm-hmm. high-speed 4G LTE data, competitive prices, and mm-hmm. they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to Planned Parenthood. Which is No, not Planned Parenthood. No? Mm-mm. No, somebody you like. Uh, a global warming organization of no. your choice. Uh-uh. Not if you don't like that. They No. In fact, I, uh, it's probably not even one of their options. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> Be my guess. I don't think it is. Point is, they'll give you. They'll give you. A, they give you a selection, really yeah. good selection. You know, NRA, Freedom Works, really good organizations, really good stuff. Uh, and you can just pick whichever one you want to support, which is great. So you get the same quality service that you would get with the uh, liberal guys, and you get the latest, greatest phones. And if you're still locked into one of those uh, archaic service contracts, they'll pay up to three hundred and fifty bucks in the fees to switch you to a mobile company that supports your conservative values, that you can believe in, and that gives you great service. Yeah, Patriot Mobile wants you uh, with their company, and a large part of that is because they are able to get a lot of money to really good organizations that support conservative causes. These guys believe uh, the same things that you believe, and they care about advancing these ideas, and they don't want your money going to things you don't believe in. If it's your money, why not put it to in, in a place that's going to support your values? PatriotMobile.com slash blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash blaze. Or call them at 877-367-7524. Give them a call now. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Uh, interesting observation here from a listener. Uh, yep. and again, we have the best listeners in the world, as you know. We do. Uh, because, I mean, there's no other show that requires their listeners and viewers to get through Jeffy. Uh, you know, there's obviously... And if you can make that leap, right. I mean, good I mean, golly. How dedicated Bless are you? your heart. It's amazing. And, and, Bless and, and that's why we constantly praise our audience. Um, mm-hmm. But Corey uh, tweets in, uh, by the way, I'm at World of Stew if you want to tweet stuff during the show. Uh, You're also right here, is, which is weird. That's true. That's a good point. Okay. That's, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, double standard. Uh, Pat and Stu can't get food for spoons, but Glenn Beck can get food delivered in one hour. Oh, my gosh. Hell of a that's, point. That's a hell of a point. That sure is. You know, people, as soon as go, oh, I want Fruit Loops, everyone's running to the doors. <laughs> How can we get Glenn some Fruit Loops? <laughs> oh, 
he's got to try the Fruit Loops thing that's got to happen on this show right now. We, when's the last time a, we just mentioned breakfast lasagna out of nowhere and had it? Never. Never? Uh, it was the 12th of never. I remember the date. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it is unbelievable. So, yeah, you know who else is probably point. getting food delivered whenever they want now? Tommy. Yep. I mean, just Tommy just gets whatever with, she wants to do With good reason, though. She's got like 78 billion uh, followers. <laughs> uh, well, there's a good reason for Glenn to get it, too, but I don't want to bring that up. <laughs> um, yes, uh, she... Uh, I like how she, a, lot of, a lot of the websites were saying she was eviscerated uh, oh, by, by Trevor That's, Noah. Are you kidding me? Eviscerated. She wasn't even. She wasn't even scraped no. by him. No. In fact, if there was any eviscerating done, it was being done by her. To yeah, him. and you know, like we went through all this the other day. There's a few good stories that kind of go over, uh, go over it. But she did really well, I think. And like you know, in that environment, it's almost impossible to do well because you have a crowd that's going to cheer everything the stupid host oh, says. It was so stupid. Uh, oh, yeah. on every little thing. Shut up. But I thought she did really well. Shut up. Um, but what was amazing is after she leaves the studio, she gets followed by the TMZ cameras. Amazing. Now, when is the last time you saw a conservative person <laughs> followed for any reason other than, like, they wanted to shoot them uh, by a TMZ camera? And she has a lengthy conversation about uh, her appearance and everything. It's, a, it's just amazing to watch. Check it out. How's everything today? So is this a peace summit or what? And, and what oh, by the way, way, we should set up. Chris, stop real quick. Um, the the uh, thing that leads up to this is there. TMZ featured uh, photos of Tommy and uh, um, uh, Trevor Noah having a drink or something after the show. So I guess you know, and as they kind of covered on Twitter later. Okay, so they've already shown that. They're... I guess they, that's, that was in the article, and this is the okay. video I think accompanying the article. Okay. So sorry, that's what they're asking about. Like, was that a peace summit? Because they actually just so, had a drink or something. So Tommy and Trevor Noah had a drink together after the show. Or right? eight or something. I don't know. They were sitting at a table. Wow. Okay. Um, so there you go. So that's right. the setup for this. Sorry about that. Let's watch. How's everything today? It was fantastic. So is this a peace summit or what? In, in what way? Because you met with Trevor, because obviously today everyone was talking about it. It was two people having a great conversation. Did you enjoy it? Was. was it a good conversation, though? Did, was it... It's an absolutely great conversation. Okay. You can be friends with people you disagree with. It's it's okay. Interesting. Yeah. Were you happy with the interview when you look back? I am. I'm very happy with it. I walked in. I challenged myself. I could have gone somewhere where they kissed my ass, but I chose not to. And I think that that's the only way we learn and grow as people. Do you think he was unfair to you by any chance? No. I knew what I was going into. It's his show. It's his, I walked into his turf. I love the... Okay. I, appreciate, <laughs> yeah, no. I appreciate New being uh, asked to be on. I really do. So they didn't have to do that. They could have just bashed me and not brought me on. Would you do the show again? Absolutely. You would? Right. Get ready for round two. We'll have some fun. Well, let me ask you this. Were you uh, uh, surprised by the response it got today? No. <laughs> no? You can only call someone a racist so many times before it stops phasing them, really. So let me ask you this. Is there any misconceptions people have about you? It's obviously yeah, you're outspoken. Oh, so is, how do you, what do you say to that when people have misconceptions? Like, what do you say? What are the misconceptions and what do you say to respond to the misconceptions? Uh, I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. I know my heart. I'm going to continue to voice my opinion. And if you don't like it, well... I'm sorry, you're going to watch me either way, so I guess it doesn't matter, I win. In your past, in your history, I mean, you're a gorgeous girl. I mean, you're obviously very okay. pretty, you're very attractive. Oh, this is where it gets a little um, salty. Uh, mm. Have you ever been with a black guy? Because Charlamagne wanted to... <laughs> they go... 
Have you ever I, what, what? been with a been black, with a black I guy? I guess one of the guests she has on the show who uh, said this about her and was asking this particular question. Uh, so they cornered well, her and asked funny, that yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, uh, there you go. Uh, it's, it's cool. I mean, she, again, handled herself she, well. I mean, I, I don't know what would be weird walking down the street like that know? and just being like, uh, sort of assaulted with a camera. I guess, uh, you know, uh, actual celebrities are used to that, but uh, we would not. Be. She's right. She wins. Yeah, right. She wins she either wins. way. Yeah. She won this. She won the Trevor Noah thing. Yeah. She wins. That's great. More patents, too, coming up in a sec. A lot of people follow Jeffy around, but usually those are surveillance cameras. Um, yeah. They just uh, Police want to make sure that, you know, those sometimes are National Guardsmen. No. No, I think those should follow you, actually. Man. Around the store, uh, sometimes down dark alleyways. If uh, you were, if you're looking for a, a special something for that special someone, I in your am. Life, are you really? Yes. I have a great idea. What do you? What is it? A Bell helicopter. <laughs> a Bell hel- Bell helicopter. Just six point seven million dollars. That seems. It can be yours on the Neiman Marcus catalog. Just six point seven million dollars. I mean, <laughs> it's for a helicopter. That's pretty good. Right? That's pretty good. It's not terrible. Uh, a helicopter they, seems like it would be more useful in many ways than a plane, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not quite, uh, quite wealthy enough to own my own plane or helicopter. Um, but I feel like if I was going to buy one of them, I don't know, maybe you go helicopter. Maybe you go that nah, way. You know, I don't know, though. In, in New York, I mean, yeah, just get if you're trying to get around in the traffic, yeah, yeah, there, that might like, be a really like, good way to if go. If you're in New York, the problem is after 9/11 they close yeah, all the helipads. Can, yeah, you can uh, land on the top. You have to of land them. on the oh, west. Yeah. There's only like one place, and it's on like the west side. So like unless you're right by that, it's almost it's almost pointless um, mm. for those helicopter flights because there's some services in New York that will uh, uh, escort you uh, via helicopter yes, for re- fairly reasonable rates to the airports, so you don't have to deal with the traffic. Um, so you go from like uh, the west side to JFK for you know it's like one hundred and thirty nine dollars. If you're a uh, now that's a lot of money if, to add on to a flight. However, if you're an executive and you don't want to wait for three hours in your yeah. in traffic, and it might be, be okay. It's going to cost you you know thirty bucks anyway or more from yeah. Midtown. Yeah, or more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's actually kind of a cool little. I mean, you know, you're not in your own helicopter, which Plus, I know, Pat, you would never travel in a helicopter shared with others. No, that's that's right. a big stance of yours. <laughs> the one big thing about those big helicopters is so noisy, though. Really, what the mm. small ones, the little drone ones, are better to mm. fly around and you know take pictures of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just you. You're just peeping on on women in the bathroom. That's all. That's all that is. That's not. That's not related to this conversation. Well, first of all, Stu, uh, they're not in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. so. uh, you could also buy apparently a full-scale Star Wars X-wing fighter. Uh, I guess you could at least in 1996 uh, for thirty-five thousand dollars. We have that picture. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, full scale, like you're actually buying a. There you go. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Uh, that is really cool. I don't know what I would do with it necessarily. Yeah, but it, I would... here's the thing. It doesn't actually fly. 
Oh, they didn't what? say that. What? Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually fly, but it would be cool to, I guess. Just... How did they look, How did they land it in New York, right there? Well, I, you know, they. That's a good point. He's got you on that one. He's got you on that one. Just put it on a truck, man. They put it on a truck. Just keep flailing. Put it on a truck. Just keep flailing over there. They put it on a truck. He's. They took it off the truck. Mermaid suit with mermaid training. Ten thousand dollars. Uh, I don't think I would necessarily want that. No, you, can, um, you can make that happen for cheaper than ten grand. I always thought that was that? a weird um, thing that happens in movies where they act as if you'd be attracted to the mermaid. Like it would be a great. I what if I, I don't ma- imagine if I tail. was out at sea and there's this half fish came up? Imagine how awesome that would be. <laughs> Not turn me on. Okay, weirdo. No. I don't know. What, <laughs> that's a uh, Jeffy seems to be interested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? You want to have what? Sex with a fish? I don't. I, I mean, you can have sex. There's lots of fish there. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? I don't. I don't. I don't Doesn't fully understand the attraction. Logical? No, no, I don't either. Not at all. Okay. I guess the top part's okay sometimes. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, then you're scantily dealing- clad, just seashells on top, but. Um, the bottom part is yeah, a tail. Yeah, the other fish. I don't you, know if you know the other that. fish that you try the to tail. have sex with don't look like that. Okay. That's another weird right. comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, pencil uh, sculpture, which I know is, if you like pencils as much as no one does, <laughs> uh, you could get this. Uh, it's apparently actually, a, it's a giant tower that built out of pencils. So it's not actually a sculpture of a pencil, which is what oh. I was assuming. That's what, it, yeah, that's what I was kind of, that's exactly what I was <laughs> I think like, A giant seven-foot pencil? Who the hell would want that? No, it's a bunch of smaller pencils that build a tall tower. With the King so, Kong. That's cool. And it, it, you can have it for just $40,000, which is really 40 good. 40 grand for that? Yeah. Then you can get a Triton 1000 submarine for $1.44 million. Those are cool. Those are cool. An actual legit. Triton submarine? That's pretty cool. Wow. Does it work? People asked if, if they had it in yellow. Uh, uh, he asked if there was a privately owned sub. Drug lords use those of. bad boys. Huh. So I guess Neiman Marcus will sell you pretty much anything. They got a call from that. someone inside the New York Terrorism Task Force and asked if there was a privately owned sub, sub that he needed to be aware of. I told him I didn't sell it, and I thought it was a joke when my operator told me there was a sergeant <laughs> on the line. He said, when someone told me you were selling a submarine out of a catalog, I thought it was a joke, too. Well, I mean, hmm. what? You can't go underwater? We're not allowed to swim. I mean, our, sub- our submarine submarines that are armed with missiles, I can see being. Yeah, if you had illegal. a Triton missile on it, you, right. it might be a problem. But I think the normal submarine that should be legal. I'm going with it. Uh, how about a chicken coop for uh, 100 grand? You into that? Uh, if you have really ch- chicken that no. you really like, maybe the way that Jeffy likes mermaids, you might want this. Chicken you really like? Uh, yeah, like, you know, one, one, maybe you've made, made, made a move on in the past. Uh, you might want to give him this, Jeffy. <laughs> no. First of all, no, never mind. I mean, that is a nice chicken coop, though. You know, if you're going to live in a chicken coop, that's that's probably where you'd you want to live. You aren't kidding. When, in, the, when, in the farm that I grew up on, the chicken coop did not look like that. Really? I will say. Uh, it's, chicken coops are pretty nasty. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yes, yeah, they are. Very and much so. You don't want your chickens to be necessarily, hey, I'm home, relaxing, because you're going to kill them and eat them. Yeah. So. Right. Well, live for a while, live for a while, for be eggs. healthy, and then we're going to kill you. You could use them for eggs and just get the eggs from them. If they're hens, just get the eggs, and then you never have to kill them necessarily. Right? So. Yeah. You could do that. You could go that way. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm very glad that in my neighborhood, uh, chickens are not allowed because that was one of the first things when we moved to Texas. My wife wanted. To. Let's get chickens. No, let's not. Oh, and by the way, we can't. They will throw us out of the neighborhood. 
So I'm glad because uh, you got to have. I mean, I don't need the chicken. takes a lot to produce the amount of eggs that uh, my mm-hmm. household eats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some serious chickens. Yeah, you need what five hundred? Yeah, I mean, five hundred chickens. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, it's per omelet. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, uh, how about uh, if you're, um, you know, let's say you are coming up on the holidays. Uh, you want to celebrate like everybody else, but you're on, a, let's say, call it a Jeffy budget. Less than a Neiman Marcus budget? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe on the uh, Jeffy side of the, of the mm-hmm. tracks a okay. little bit. Uh, you might want to try one of these tips. Um, how to, seven ways to have a frugal holiday without feeling like a Scrooge. And I don't know that you would ever feel like a Scrooge ship because you're obviously terrible. Um, so you wouldn't you have wouldn't the regret. This is what I got. Here's your present. Um, at the dollar right store has a lot of holiday stuff, including decorations and stocking stuffers. There's also great craft supplies, uh, especially if you get creative. Uh, that's one of the tips they give you. Jeffy, how would you feel about getting a gift from the dollar store? Now, you've never had anything that nice, but, I mean, can you imagine it? <laughs> I can't imagine it. And, you know, by the way, the, the dollar... <laughs> Oh, never mind. All right. I like a lot of their stuff. But I will just say that some of the products aren't necessarily made the best. <laughs> You're in a store where everything is a dollar. No, not everything's going to be made the best. It's not Neiman Marcus. You just hope sometimes that the product will be a little bit better. Yeah, and you'd be disappointed. Uh, number two, make it potluck. Uh, people love hosting uh, big holiday dinners, but that. it can easily cost $200 or more for all the groceries. Last year, this person invited some friends for potluck instead. They seem to love it, and I could focus on making a few of my favorite dishes instead of buying everything uh, made from scratch. I probably spent 70 That's a good idea. That's, that's a really good idea. You know what? More than, um, more than the cost is the time involved. Yeah. Right. When you spend all day Christmas just preparing the food. I mean, you're up at 8 or whatever, and you work until 4.30 to finally get the meal, and then it's all consumed in 15 minutes, and now it's time to work again to get the dishes done. I, I, I'm just to the point where I'm tired of that. Yeah. Just uh, stop it. Here's how it's you, too much. Here's how you do it, I think. Uh, <laughs> this is a, just a little helpful, helpful tip okay. for media. Um, you do a potluck where you have a bunch of people coming over, say, 7 o'clock. Okay. Approximately 6.55, you take a garbage can. And you take a newspaper, you put it in the bottom of that garbage can, you light the newspaper on fire. You create lots mm-hmm. of smoke. And when everyone arrives, say, oh, I had a disaster in the kitchen. We're going to have to just eat your stuff. <laughs> I love that idea. That's a good idea. Right? That is genius. I like that. That's a Jeff Fisher I, moment right there. It really is. I moment. love that. I'm that actually is. surprised we didn't walk into your house this weekend. And I love that. You're going to next year, I guarantee it. <laughs> I mean, really, if you don't have enough money, and it's, it's expensive to, like, oh, cater a big really meal is. for... A bunch of people. If you're having family and friends yeah. over, you know, you're having 16 to 20 people over. Or more. I, mean, I remember as a kid growing up, you know, when the family would get or together more. for like that. I mean, it was yeah, big some, crowds. Some so families are everybody would just bring huge, one huge dish. So oh, bringing good. something and yeah. everybody just doing one thing. I think that's a great yeah, idea. Fr- it's a great uh, way to go. A yeah. friend of mine uh, just went to a uh, holiday meal where there were 70 people at it, at a house. Whoa. Seven, they ate outside. 70 people. Wow. Was it a big house? Or? Apparently it was, yes. Yeah. Apparently it was yeah. quite large. Well, it didn't have to be. Uh, yeah. They ate outside. Uh, well, yeah, I, but that was the point. I mean, I doubt they had 70 pe- you know, sp- spaces at the table for 70 people. Yeah, but they, I guess they I must have rented tables. Do you have that many tables? Or I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, you know, in this area, you, you can run into people with some serious wealth. And, yeah, this yes. was in Florida, so it was warm. Oh, okay. They could, they could be well, we went, we went to a wedding uh, a while ago that was held at somebody's house. Uh, it's like last year sometime. And it was... At a very, very nice house. 
uh, in the area. A very nice house. And so they had, I mean, the whole house was done and the, and the outside too. And they had this unbelievable pool in the backyard. And so the whole thing had been turned into a reception area. I love redoing the entire house just for a while. And that's what they did. They redid the whole house. I mean, they had this huge banquet area that could seat, I don't know, probably seated 150 people. And it's right in their house. I don't know if it was their dining room or if it was their living room that they converted. But it was now a beautiful reception hall, completely decorated like... Jeez. Like you went to some, you know, reception hall that does it for a living. Outside or anything? Had a or? big tent outside. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Had the whole thing and food like crazy. Some of these people can really, they can really do it well. But I kind of get mad uh, at the end of those days too when I realize I could have eaten more. Like that, the end of the day, you're like, oh, I'm so full, I can never eat another, you know, morsel. And then the next day, you wake up and you're like. Why didn't I eat more? It's exactly why I put stuff in my wife's purse. There you and go. And she brings it home. Really? <laughs> oh, you always go to the Oh, party. yeah. You really? Lobster party. tail in the purse. You, you know, want a travel prime bag. rib in the purse. I've got a travel bag. And Rolls. You know, and with the travel bag, when you grab it is when you're saying goodbye to everybody. You're uh, making the rounds. You don't have to uh-huh. carry the travel bag around with you the entire party. You eat as much as you can. But right. when you're saying goodbye to everyone, leaving the party, <laughs> thanking them for everything, that's when you're making the rounds. Seriously, he legitimately bag. have thought of no, this. No, he has. Not only has he thought of it, he's done it. I will say this. Seriously, the to-go bag I received from Jeffy's house. Honestly, no exaggeration. There were three pounds of macaroni and cheese and three pounds of chili. Mm. I mean, it was a good, not to mention all the other crap that was on there, had to be close to a 10-pound bag. <laughs> I got it. I'm I sorry I missed the, the party. That. that would be. I got to talk to it the was, wife about that. It so. was ridiculous it, it, in every way. And it was fun in every way except for the Jeffy part. Right. If he, had he not been there, <sighs> would it have been an enjoyable day? I mean, it's hard to project. Something. It's like, hey, would 9-11 have been an enjoyable day? I, mean, I don't know. Right? Yes. Yeah, right. probably. probably, but I, it's hard probably. to really project. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, it, was, it was a really sunny day at Pearl Harbor until, uh, and it's hard to really project. Would it have been a good day after that? I don't know. It's like it was going to be a beautiful like, morning in it Hawaii. It looked nice until. Beautiful morning. I really got interrupted there. Sun was up. It was about 68. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Again, and I say this uh, with all the love in the world. This is the best moment of Jeffy's day. These, it is. These two hours. It is. Are the day. This is when he looks back at the end and goes, thank God I at least had that. Yeah, at least yeah. I had the Pat right. Stu show and the radio right. show. Or I can you know respect it. It's true. It Unlike true. the rest of my life where <laughs> it's not pretty. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, <laughs> you could also ogle the lights. That's another uh, uh, fun thing to do that doesn't cost a lot of money, uh, according to this little thing. Uh, the seven ways to have a frugal holiday. Mm. So go out and check out the lights. Hey, oh, by the way, fried jello. Ever had that? You're about to see what it tastes like. Oh, man. I don't even like thinking about it. <laughs> Ew. I'm frankly, I can't believe we're still trying to peddle the ice cream of the future.
big dipping docks. <laughs> that's not the ice cream of the future. That's not the future way we're going to eat ice cream. They've been trying to sell that slop since, what, 1978? I mean, the future is actually here now. <laughs> yes. Dippin' dots are here. Well, I, I, I would disagree. This is the brilliance of the slogan, right? I mean, the brilliance of the slogan is that the future is always in the future. If you're saying it's the ice cream of the future, you never arrive to the point where it's the ice cream. <laughs> and that's the case with this. And that's the case with this. Always, at some point in the future, it will be time for that ice cream, but, but we never have. actually arrive to it. No, no, so no, it will no, never no, be no, the ice cream of the present. Always be the ice cream of the future. Yeah, you're right. That's a good slogan. They sell the, they sell a bunch of that at baseball games. Every park in America has Dippin' Dots. Yeah, but that's not good though. Uh, Dippin' Dots. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Do you like cherries or should we yeah. get rid of yeah, that one? All right, we're on spoons here. Uh, doing the uh, Texas State Fair, all the foods that you you know want to try. And again, we're doing this for science. Pat and Jeffy both we, have. We don't want to try any of this. Uh, I don't. No. You can just eat the, the cherry, Jeffy. You don't have to wait. That's not part of oh. the segment. Um, so these little, little it's called fried jello. Apparently, they put some jello inside of this thing and deep fry it, which is like what you do at these fairs. You just dump anything into a deep fryer. So go ahead, Pat. Here we go. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. All right. I mean, it, it looks good. I mean, there was a big cherry burst in there. Uh-huh. Cherry or strawberry. Okay. Oh. Burst. All right. Although, not a big enough burst. Not a big enough burst. It's mostly the fried. So it just basically tastes like fried dough, essentially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big Jello I'm guy. A hint of the strawberry Jello. Yeah, you don't like the you don't like the bone dust though. Yeah, I'm not a big guy. When it comes to boiling animal tendons and putting them inside of a fried dish, I, try, I tend to shy away. Uh, which is, I know, a weird stance for the show. You not a fan? No. It's a, I know, and it just doesn't. That's what Jello is, and it just doesn't. What do you think? Well, bad. More Jello in? Yeah. If there was a better ratio of Jello to fried. Uh, batter, yeah. it would be really good. Yeah. This would be like a 17. Really? Mm-hmm. As it is, maybe 10, 11. 11. On a scale to 18, 11. Yeah. And if you kind of look at the, um, I don't know if you get a shot of uh, the actual picture up there, you can see that like when it fries, the jello seems to dissolve into like almost like a juice. And I think that's why it's just like coating the inside. It's not like a glob right. inside. I think that's the I issue. find a better... Method of yeah. better mix of the jello. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you've got more jello. Maybe don't water the bone dust down. You know, you have to put two cups and two cups. Right. Match cup for cup. Don't do that. Or maybe some more ligament. Yeah, you put a little more ligament in there. What if you guys? What if you use like dog and cat instead of like the right. cows and the right. chickens? You put a little dog and cat ligament in there. Wolf or snout in yeah, there? Yeah, that might be really. That, that might make it delicious. Up nicely. So okay. I could not gross him out. I could tell him that it was a, it was a bite of his son, and he'd still eat it. Oh well. Oh, is that the, is that your line? Uh, fine. It's interesting to discover it finally. I didn't say it was my line. Okay. 